You think we're content with just empowering audio creators? Ho, ho, ho. Welcome everyone to another value for value episode. Kyron here from the Mere Mortals podcast, Mere Mortals book reviews, but this show is the one for digital content creators who want to connect more deeply with their audience and to monetize whatever it is that they're creating. And uh, I can hear you screaming now, Kyron, you audiophile, you've only been focusing on audio and music. How dare you? What about text? What about video? Whoa, Nelly. Whoa, Nelly. Okay. I'll um I'll help you out. I'll help you out with this. And so this episode here is going to be focusing on how if you are a blogger, perhaps, if maybe you're an author, you can start experimenting with value for value and and how this can help um connect you with your audience and once again monetize in, in different ways. And I'll do a separate video, uh, a separate episode on on video in the near future and definitely in this season. So I'm going to give a strong caveat here that even though I personally love uh, books, I've got a whole, you know, Mere Mortals book reviews um, about it. I don't really read that much in the digital format on the screen. I'm, I'm not a big fan of that. So blogs, for example, I've never really gotten into. And uh, for both consumption and creation, I'm I'm not a great writer. So I don't know this as deeply as I do all of the podcasting sort of things, but I do know a fair bit about it. So we're going to jump right into here and um, let's just jump in, I suppose, to the first problem, which is we'll start off with something niche. How do bloggers make money? And this is was something where I was like, oh, you know, I, I think I could have a rough guesstimate of it, but let me do a little bit of research and, and find out. So I was trawling through some YouTube videos. I was going through some blogs about blogging and how to make money in blogging, you know, the the classic feedback loop or the meta type of deal going on there and basically what i came up with and what i came away from this and you'll see this on your screen now if you're if you're looking it's mostly display ads affiliate marketing brand sponsorships product sales services the podcasting overlap is very strong that's the same sort of deal that you'll hear with podcasting a lot of the time how how do you know the big podcasts make their money they'll typically do it through things like this and the it, not only just in that respect, but even I guess kind of the numbers or percentages of numbers are very similar. So once again, just doing some rough research, it seemed there was probably about five to six hundred million blogs. And you go, man, that's a lot of blogs. That seems like too many. But you got to remember, almost every company has a blog of some sort where they're talking about their product. N- not only individuals, um, the access to blogs is much easier. They started off, you know, RSS. You could create blogs in the 90s, whereas with podcasting, you know, the attachment of an enclosure of an audio file or video was only until the the about the mid 2000s. So uh, blogs have been around for a lot longer and they've also got a lot of just, I, I suppose, accumulation. So five to six hundred million. Once again, it seemed like there was maybe 10 percent of those that were active. So very similar to podcasting where there's about 4 million podcasts, but only about 10%, 400,000 of them are actually active. So we can see, okay, well, there's, um, there is a, a method of, uh, of, of being able to, to monetize. Does any of those things really connect you with your audience better? Display ads, affiliate marketing, brand sponsorships, product sales services? No, they're, they're, they're rather extractive, all of those. And, um, so this is on the, I guess, the blogging side of things. The other thing I think of when I think of of text, of digital content creation through text, is also perhaps something like eBooks. Um, and so you could say authors they might find a, have a, a similar problem that musicians do in a certain respect. I mean, definitely in the the book sales world, it sounds very similar to where authors get very little of the royalties of their actual books that they create, you know, they do all the work, but it's the distributors, the publishers that um, make most of the money, the kind of middlemen sort of thing. Once again, this is not digital content creation, so I won't get too deeply into that. Um, but I think even the Kindle and ebook dynamics, they, they're, they're probably similar, similar where it's, it's the physical sale of the book. And Maybe uh, this is a, a method that works, but I know that I've, I've heard all sorts of things over the years of how uh, the incentive with that was then to write these really short eBooks, which you could try and sell as much as, as possible of, because if you write a big long one, you know, a, a well-crafted book, 
and it, it's just not selling digitally, well, then you know you you you're not going to be able to survive. You're not going to be able to to do it uh, do what it is that you perhaps really want to do and that you're actually really good at and is valuable. But there's no mechanism for for people to to really connect with that, or or the the value mechanism isn't strong enough for you to be able to survive. So once again, I guess you could just say there's a little bit of overlap between the digital communication of of text and content creation of of a text based. Um, product and with the audio and and as we've found out with the podcasting as I've been talking about and recently with the the music sort of thing so I can then hear you saying okay well why v for v then what what's this going to do how how can this sort of thing help me that we've already got all of these other mechanisms why don't you just do that and if you're and if you're not good at you know creating ads affiliate marketing and creating a blog through that way you know what's what's the point of all of this once again, I, I think the the reason for value for value is numerous. You can connect more deeper with your audience, but uh, I also have a bit of a cautionary tale here. And so this is something I knew, do know very well. And uh, there was this guy I used to follow called Rushvi back in the, uh, I'm going to say in, it was like the 2010s was roughly when I was um, reading this guy. And he, he had this blog about um, picking up girls, which was something I was very interested back in those days. That was, you know, teenage Chiron, very uh, socially anxious, very just, um, I, I just didn't know. Actually, it was probably even before the 2010s. I'm going to say like late 2000s, mid to late 2000s. And uh, I was very much just wanting to like know, okay, how do you talk to girls? You know, how do you get over this social anxiety? And he had a lot of uh, great advice for that. Some of it not so helpful and it's it stuck with me to this day and I kind of need to unlearn some of those things. But immensely valuable for for young Chiron who just had no other options who didn't know any of these things and this guy was very analytical he would explain it in a way that me being an engineer could could understand um unfortunately for him he uh, incurred the wrath of the of the platforms and so over the many years of him blogging and and writing ebooks and i suppose even physical books as well uh he got deplatformed from PayPal got deplatformed from Amazon and from Twitter. You know, was this acceptable? Was he breaking the the boundaries, the laws? I mean, from for the Twitter, you could probably say, yeah, you know, he was probably writing some things which uh, were contrary to their policies or whatnot. You know, you know, they're a big independent company. They can do what they want. Sure, get them off. But when it comes to like PayPal and Amazon, you know, you can't, it's not like he was writing or doing things on the Amazon website. It was just he was putting his books up there. And at some point they decided, no, 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 no. You, you can't put this up there. Um, we're going to kick you off. And with PayPal, I mean, that that's kind of just, you know, financial repression, I, I feel at least. Um, so his content was deemed unacceptable. And uh, the funny thing with this was his blog and his forum was still working because, you know, he ran the infrastructure for those. He owned the RSS feed. He was with, you know, whatever, you know, you'd have to get to the level of like trying to deplatform someone from Amazon web servers or DigitalOcean or something like that. And so they still worked, but the financial repression was was definitely real. He felt it. And um, I, I saw, you know, his struggles and his problems with this. Um, and so this was just one of those ones where I was like, okay, well, uh, he he was very much an audience based membership type thing, so I think he did have memberships, and I believe he did have tips and subscription options. And even if you go to his website at the very moment, you can see he still does how have all of those things. And so, uh, once again, you can go, okay, well, why do we need value for value? You've got all these other things. You've got memberships. You've got tips. You've got subscriptions. Why do we need value for value? Uh, and and this is where I would just go to. I suppose, like the fundamentals, if you want to jump back onto season one, uh, if you check out episode five or seven or 11, and where I was talking about the frustrations of donations, of paywalls and how they limit your your audience and your listenership, just in general, why they're not great. So we can see, okay, well, you know, one, there's there's perhaps a, a little bit of problems with the uh, with the ads and, and things like that. You, you might not want to go down that route. And if you do, you can have some some problems. And then even then, if you're doing the audience-based thing, you can, ha- you can still feel the pain of, um, 
of uh, being kicked off of platforms of not having you know the four qualities which i was talking about um in the very first episode of this season or the second episode so we can see value for value has a place in the the digital uh, content creation of text for sure and just like it does for for podcasting and there's a myriad of reasons i'm trying to just uh, go over some of these here another problem i guess you would experience with the digital and on the tech side of things is on uh, text is that the this uh, two-way communication and once again here's a another tale from myself a personal experience of okay over the years of doing multiple podcasts and people reaching out to me how have i uh, uh experienced people responding to me via text and so Probably the, the main way has been via email and Instagram. Those were the kind of two platforms which, which we had available for, for people. Now, if you go down to the show note links, you can see there's like <laughs> six different things or five, um, you know, Twitter, Discord, Instagram, Facebook, blah, 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 blah. And what I would just say is what I've experienced from this is probably about the, the signal to noise, as I was referencing in the, the title for this, increasing the signal of text communication. Uh, you can see, I would say it's probably about 80% of it is spam of just random stuff coming into my inbox of we can offer you this service, we can, you know, SEO, we can, uh, do you want to do a brand partnership? Do you want to do this thing? Um, you know, it's really funny because they always uh, start with like, hey, Mia, as in, because most of the stuff has Mia models written on it. So obviously the bots are just assuming Mia is, is the first name of whoever owns this account. And well, obviously that's a that's a pretty bad signal to noise ratio. If if you get five things in, four of them are crap, and then one of them is a genuine person reaching out, trying to tell you something, or which which is probably valuable or, or has the chance of being valuable. Uh, people can still say very unvaluable things. <laughs> um, and this is, I suppose, just a problem with blogging. If you've ever gone onto blogs over the years, you'll see the amount of comments that are just bullshit in the in the comments section down below um and and youtube comments are very similar to this where it's just it's this cat and mouse game of bots and getting increasingly better and then you know people put captures or the um all those those links and things to to try and verify if this is a real human being and then the bots keep get better and and all this sort of thing so the I suppose like two of the big problems I see, once again, I'm not a blogger or an author and or do much text-based content creation um, other than just, you know, show note links, is that one, the the payment options are they're there, but it's very similar to to podcasting, which is okay, it's it's just not the best. You could you could find better ways of doing this. Um and there are risks involved with creating perhaps you're on twitter you know you're really good at twitter you're, you're good at short snappy things you're applying all the time you enjoy the experience there you just get kicked off one day or elon musk takes your x name or whatever it is and it's just like shit well that's that's not the greatest thing didn't have those uh four properties the the big traits which i'll talk about once again in a second so and then just receiving feedback getting the you know you creating the value there's kind of some problems with that and then receiving it from your audience once again it can kind of be hard and um there's some problems with that so all right karen well what are the solutions what are some of the things that, that you're seeing that could potentially make this better and so there's a, a couple of a couple of things here and the the traits the traits i will tell you about the traits so they are the four big traits that i i mentioned right at the start of this which was uh be uh, permissionless decentralized self-sovereign and value for value so i think this is where value for value once again i started off with those and talking about how the, the these four properties i found across bitcoin i found across audio um, podcasting and i found uh, across value for value so these sort of things I, they're the kind of things i look out for when i when i talk about value for value and uh, so a couple of the the platforms or things where you can create digital content in a, a text-based way uh, and 
receive value back for what you're creating and have some of these properties in them. So uh, here's a couple of suggestions. There is Sphinx, which is somewhat of a messaging app. And this has a little bit of tie-in with podcasting because this was one of the ways is the uh, is one of the ways where the the whole Bitcoin micropayments was was first really being used in in podcasting. It was this thing called Sphinx.chat. There's another one called Stack and Use. This is more of a forum experience. So imagine a Reddit type um, experience of going onto there. And another, uh, it's a I suppose a, a protocol called Nosta which has many different clients for a more Twitter style experience at this very moment. So a couple of those login things would be something like Amethyst or Darmist or um, what, snort.social, um, astral.ninja. There's, there's a fair few ways of, of connecting with these things. Uh, and they have varying degrees of, of being permissionless. Nostra is probably one of the better ones for being decentralized, for being permissionless, they all somewhat use a lightning wallet as their login. And they they have their own mixture of of solving the the problems I was talking about before. So Pat, let's say you're on Twitter and you're you're creating content and yeah, uh, you know, what are you what are you receiving in return for that? Well, until recently, you weren't receiving anything. You were getting a whole bunch of likes. It's like, well, okay, well, I can't can't feed my family on likes. And so they've got these things called zaps, which are basically the function the same as a like button, but you get 10 sats every time someone does it. And uh, you can see, okay, well, if, you know, what's the deal with that? How's, how's that going to help me? Well, if you go on Twitter, you can see there's people who get, you know, 40,000 likes as a, um, as in, in response to a, a tweet or an X or whatever it's called now you know, 40,000 times 10, okay, that's 400,000 sats. Okay, that's actually not a, a bad thing. It'd be awesome if, if, if I could get that on, on this other platform. And uh, once again, these are, it's, it's kind of value for value because what you can do is you can, if you click it once, it's 10. If you click it twice, it's, it's 100. If you triple click, it's 1,000. So you can kind of see people have a way of, rapidly being able to give value of of their choosing um and this is where you can see okay all right there's there's a uh, there's a way for for people to to get paid for creating content and it's very much the same on on stack and news people can zap them in um it's a bit of annoying because they use boost in a different way than we do in the the podcasting world but um but that's that's all right uh, and Sphinx is, is very much similar. It's, it's sort of using the lightning network to be able to pay back and forth. And so all of these, all of these sort of things, you know, how, how big are these things, for example? Well, uh, if you look on your screen now, or if you go onto the, uh, podcastindex.social where I, I put a little, um, a link and, uh, I put up a graph, you can see on the screen that, you know, how many people are actually using stack and use to support their favorite content creators. And, uh, the graph there shows as of August or September of 2023, it's about 200 and something 75, uh, users who will support their, their favorite creators on there. This is relative, this is actually almost identical to what podcasting is. If you go back to the previous episode where I was talking about podcasting 2.0 statistics, this was about the same number of, of daily users who were uh, boosting in or micro, uh, streaming micropayments to their, their favorite creator. Okay, so there's, there's obviously some people doing it and it's somewhat equivalent to podcasting. Once again, those who lean into it and, and go hard into telling people they can boost in or do these things th this way, they will receive more, um, uh, more sats via that way and, and will, um, get, get more benefits from that. So, uh, yeah, there's a, I'm just imagining in the future, I don't think it's hard to imagine variations of this where it could be, uh, you know, you can have increasing complexity of numerology. So instead of it just being multiples of 10, you can put in your own numbers of having automatic leaderboards. So if someone supports you really heavily at the end of the month, a, a tweet goes out or a, a post goes out, which is, uh, these are the people who supported me the most highlighting them, you know, giving them the recognition, uh, which is 
what all of this value for value stuff is a lot of it's about it's about connecting it's about um, thanking people it's about uh, acknowledging people for the the value that they you give them and that they give you back in return um, perhaps you could have things where it's a a paid per paragraph thing so if you create a post people are reading down your web browser automatically realizes okay you've gotten to this point new paragraph starting you know here's a uh, hundred sats for for that and so it's based once again sort of like the micropayment version of audio, which is getting paid per minute, perhaps you can get paid per paragraph. You know, these are these are all different options and, and ways of doing things. There's, I suppose a, a, a caveat to all of these things that I'm just talking about here is uh, it's, it can get easy to get confused about value for value and I suppose the earning aspect and being able to give it back on because there's quite a few applications where you can already earn and spend at the same time so the bitcoin magazine app for example there i believe you can earn bitcoin for for reading it from it and you can also send it back to the author of that so there's quite a few apps and uh there's whole sorts of social medias and stuff like this where it's all about you can earn and then spend at the same time so creating that circular economy a lot of this are techniques for gamifying and growing a user base uh and i'm not exactly sure if most of those sort of things i've heard they're not great of um how would i describe it of of creating a an ecosystem which is truly truly valuable truly unique you know if if you're doing these sorts of things basically the value at the end point does need to come from uh, so that you know the value for me creating this audio is you know, I'm doing all the audio stuff I'm creating this and I'm putting it out in return in the the grand scheme of things the listener would probably need to be uh, or that you know my producer if you want to call them that or my supporter they need to be getting external money and putting it into the system and then sending it on to me um, the circular economy I, I mean look it, it can kind of work both ways but all of this is just to say text-based communication uh there's i think there's there's opportunities for this to to be enhanced and and to be made better and um i was seeing some of the the comments here in our discord where one was asking you know what about tw uh on twitter when people who get likes of views they get paid off the back of twitter um of their advertising profit which is kind of based around you know they're they're garnering a lot of people to their posts those posts have advertising next to it so the more views in turn they they get more money on this uh, i'll talk about this more in a little bit in the um in the tips section so i'll, I'll get onto that shortly uh, i also see booberry uh coming in here and just talking about you know the permissions permissionless state of the internet is awesome <clears throat> and he's got a bit of a bill hicks quote there on youtube which i will not play <laughs> at this very moment so all of this just to say the text-based world, I think there are, um, I think there is a need once again for value for value, and and once again for the tips section, I'll, I'll talk about uh, another misconception uh, which Juan and I had recently, and it's it's just ripe for the opportunity for a, another way of connecting with creators and um, interacting with them more deeply, getting around these kind of spam problems, and then also just having a an alternative if you are the type of person who potentially could get kicked off and off a platform and uh i think that is actually for everyone because i think if you just stay around long enough you'll say something which is uh cancelable cancelable worthy or something like that so uh let's wrap that little bow up there more of that to come after the boostergram lounge section but yeah let's um let's get into the boostergram lounge welcome Value for value, Instagram lounge. So uh, amazing week of, of support with the Instagram lounge. Really want to thank just at, at the start bit here. Um, I I feel like I've I have been putting a lot of effort into the value for value show, particularly over these last couple of weeks, months, and really focusing on on creating something that's more valuable, you know, with the how-tos, for example, and just researching more deeply, being a bit more prepared. And I think it's showing off. So, um, yeah, just really want to thank you, everyone, right at the start. The Boostergram Lounge, this is a way where you can support the show directly by sending me a message within 
your podcasting app of choice, or you can also uh, use a go to the podcastindex.org and find the value for value show there and um, boost in with a, a wallet like Albi, for example. And you can also go to meermortalspodcast.com and there's a, a couple of ways where you can help support uh, via those links. So I uh, could solve some shenanigans. There's some absolute shenanigans going on with the, the Boostgram lamps this week. I'm just going to do it in order of recency. So uh, we're going to start at the very top here. We've got uh, Bearded Tech coming in with Fountain with 5,000 sats. Thank you very much, my friend. And it says, uh, building on the Golden Dragons boost. So this is um, from last week. You can find out more on Matrix at, and then he's got a link here to the Matrix blog, blogindex.xyz. I'll put a link for that in the show notes. We're building an API from the ground up to support boosts in blogs. The potential is there to use it for more than just blogs, but for open source development, music, donations for Uncle Carl's surgery, surgery, uh, surgery, basically anything you can imagine. And then another link here to the github.com slash blog index is where you can find the code and soon uh, blog index.xyz. Viva la revolution. And uh, I will be talking more about that shortly in my a section on the app and service highlights. So um, we'll just pass over to that for the moment. But very, very much appreciated. Thank you, Bearded Tech. We've got Nick. This is the co-creator, co-founder of Fountain. And he says, another great episode. Excited about where the new ecosystem is, to, is headed. I'm interested to know where you're getting the data on feed with value blocks from. I'd like to post this on the Fountain socials. Uh, so I sent him a link to that. It was in the show notes as well for, for those who want to look there. And that was the griddlecakes.com uh, uh, link. So just check out there. Shenanigan time, we have Podfans payment, Sam Sethi, Podfans payment. Uh, and that was 3,333 from Nick. Thank you very much, Nick. We've just got this huge amount of, of things coming in from Podfans. And just with a little playing around, what I discovered is these are streaming payments that he's sending in but they're somehow being recognized as boostergrams, at least with the, the kind of setup that I have um, using Satoshi stream and linking that to my discord. So I'm just gonna have to scroll down here. So there's, uh, I don't know how many there is. Uh, if I count them all up, uh, it's maybe not hundred, it's maybe like 50 or something. Uh, but he did send a couple of messages in here. Uh, he said, Apple and Spotify bring zero value to me. And this is in quotes, Kyron down, love that sentence. That was actually Adam Curry. That was me quoting him. So <laughs> I can't take credit for that. Um, but I do somewhat echo the, the sentiment, especially the Spotify bit. I'm, I'm not a big fan of Spotify. Another one here, Kevin Kelly, 1000 True Fans is the OG post that led to V for V. Yeah, very true. That's a great blog post if you've never read it. Um, 1000 True Fans, if you just type that in to Google by um, Kevin Kelly, that's, um, that's a really great one there. Uh, We've got another, okay, back into the, your red, regular schedule <laughs> boostograms. We've got the golden dragon coming in. It says boost. Exciting that uh, it has been growing for sure. On the V for V blog stuff, Bearded Tech is akin to Dave Jones as he knows the code side and I just get the news out there and chat it up. Glad to hear that the last was so warming to you. Keep up the great work. 100 sats sent using Fountain. Thank you very much, my friend. We'll also be talking about him shortly. Got Adam Curry here. Uh, 1999, once again, using Fountain, 10,000 sats, great episode and outstanding use of chapter art for the graphs. Yes, yes. Uh, this is what I, I, I love to hear. I love to um, experience the the recognition of the chapter art. Cause that's something I've, since I've discovered it, I've been like, man, this is so cool. I love this stuff. So um, I really appreciate it when people um, use the chapter art. I, I know not everyone does because obviously podcasting is is really good to be able to just use on your uh, on your phone or while you're running or doing whatever it is. But um, yeah, I definitely love it when people uh, check out the the um, chapter art. So if you do see that, yeah, please, please um, give me give me some credit for it because I love it. <laughs> uh, okay, we've got a couple more here. And all right, baller, absolute baller here from Chris Lass. This is Chris Fisher from Jupiter Broadcasting. And he says, uh, all right, I'll, I'll send uh, 6, 63,333. I have no idea what that numerology is, but I love it. Thoughts on the pressure V for V can add to content creation. Overall, it's a good thing, but I'm always trying as hard as I can to create valuable enough content that does, deserves support. That's a higher bar than sponsor funded content has to reach for. The sponsors rarely listen to the show. 
It is a good thing, especially for listeners, but it is also a bit stressful. Thoughts? P.S. Really like this break, uh, the stats breakdown, and he sent that using um, Podverse. Thank you very much. So, yeah, look, Chris, all I can say for myself is, uh, is the, for me personally, I haven't had to experience this because my, my approach has always been the consistency. Like I'm going to be here week in, week out, no matter what. So it is kind of irrelevant to me how much support I get week in and week out. So that's, that's kind of a, a big one there. That's, that hasn't been the biggest incentive for me. Um, I can see, and uh, I, I know you were talking about this recently when I was, I was talk, thinking of doing more shows, for example, or splitting the shows up so that, you know, taking the conversations out of the mere models or uh, doing the, the fitness podcast that Juan's been doing, um, Mere Models in Motion, which are much smaller episodes and, and uh, we've been putting them in the, in the feed of, of that one, even though it's kind of different you know his it's it's a solo episode of him for 10 minutes in comparison to most of our episodes which are an hour long between the two of us or the two hour long episodes that i do when i when i have a guest on so so very different in that respect um and you know breaking that apart it's another feed you've got to imagine um manage another uh list of supporters that you've got to thank and be on top of um Look, uh, yeah, it's it, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I, I, I think there is a pressure, but look, there's going to be pressure no matter what, right? If um, Chris has talked numerous times about how value for value is so much less stressful than the sponsor stuff because he doesn't have to do meetings. He doesn't have to call in and check that they're still okay, that they're still good. Um, he doesn't have to you know, worry about, I suppose, is anything he's going to say, accidentally talk about a, a different product that they're in competition with or, you know, all of these sorts of things. Make sure the host read is right because they do want, they will want to see some metrics that you're actually, the, the sponsorship is working, that the ads are working. I think it's just a different type of stress and very much like how the Kevin Kelly, A Thousand True Fans, uh, I live, I've listened to quite a few episodes um, with him talking about that. And one of the things he says is you have to recognize it's, it's a lot of work. You have to, if you want to do the kind of thousand true fans route of value for value and, and, and um, connecting with your audience this way, you have to be the type of person who's good at that, who enjoys doing that. And there's certain people who aren't. There's certain people who just want to create the music. They, that's all they want to do. They want to spend their 12 hours per day that they have available or whatever it is in the minutia of, you know, making this sound right, of connecting with this artist, of doing this audio production, of, of focusing highly on that one specific thing that they're really good at. And then all of the other stuff related to connecting with fans, responding to fan mail of, building a community of going out to in-person events of meeting your dedicated true fans they don't want to do that and uh this is where you you go okay value for value is not for everyone you know doing the the listener supported method is not for everyone and there is a pressure and there it, it can be stressful and if if it isn't working for you please like please don't do it um, what I think is is handy is that value for value is a good add-on. And if you are interested in a lot of the things that I was talking about in, in regards to platforming, uh, deplatforming of of some of the risks that are associated with that, it's better to to kind of uh, <laughs> go the full V for V route, which is very much what I'm doing. But yeah, once again, um, that's a, a long-winded way of just saying value for value is not for everyone and you've, you've got to take those stresses and just recognize okay it, it might not be exactly what you're thinking and and easy as you're as you're doing uh look let's get back to our regular donation segment of sam sethi sending in a million messages great show kyron this is another test all of these coming from pod fans sent using pod fans uh really small ones there so thank you very much sam for that uh, i do appreciate that <laughs> And then finally, a couple of live ones here from Booberry, who I know is um, listening and is in the chat. Uh, and the chat at the moment, um, Booberry has been very helpful, and um, I, I have included the boost bot in the in the um, splits for this. So uh, that is one of the things when I get a full proper 
IRC chat running up um, will be a kind of little cool thing. But uh, yeah, there's just so many things I I, I need to to work on. So um, it's uh, <laughs> it's 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 on my to do list. Uh, but if you want to chat in the live episode, coming to the Discord is is good, or um, leaving a message on the the podcast index on the official post that I do there. And he sends. Uh, 17,776 and says, we're using Substack as a newsletter slash show note aggregator. I have seen that. It's the Zozo's Corner. Yeah, he leaves a link. Awesome. Uh, I like it well enough, but ultimately we will go self-hosted. I'd love to see a Substack-like front end for each episode. But when you click into the references, it takes you to Wiki. Ideally, it'll allow you to make notations, link-related material, a real scholarly endeavor of sorts, like if the Noah Agenda Show notes had a Wiki, which they kind of do in some ways, like no agenda is so big and they've had so many people creating stuff on it. It kind of does feel like a wiki. Uh, I was using it recently going through all of these old episodes just to learn more about value for value, its origin on their show. And it was really funny. Some of the things they were talking about, like um, John C. Dvorak was on episode 28 at the 130 mark. He, He was doubting that people will pay 150 man, like that absolutely got blown out of the water. <laughs> so, um, and they were asking for like $2 a donation at the at the very start in the kind of like first hundred episodes, which was um, rather amusing considering where they are now. But yeah, if you go into that, their show notes, it is a very like, it's all connected in this weird, wonderful way. Um, so I, I really know what you're talking about. And um, if you're wondering why Booberry would would need something like this, you really need to check out his podcast behind the schemes. It is, they've got so much stuff going on there. Um, and like tarot card readings, they've got, uh, you know, play by plays of, of them playing video games, but they make it a video podcast, but it's not really a video podcast because they're using gifts as the chapter arts. Like it's, it's crazy. So, um, uh, and he's, uh, uh, sends in another boost, 8,888. And I'm a huge advocate for show notes as a whole, bring the receipts people. And then he's got Zozo's Corner. So that is, uh, I'm probably saying that Z-O-S-O-S corner.substack.com. Um, and then season one, episode 169. So yeah, he's got a, yeah, yeah. The um, <laughs> Behind the Schemes is a podcast everyone needs to experience at least once. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's crazy. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, awesome. I'm going to gonna leave it there and get onto the app and service highlights. So uh, sorry, my tips section. So on a recent value for value episode that Juan and I did, um, it, it revealed a bit of misconception. The, the misconception that I talked about in episode 47, the top one, which was, you know, it's V for V or die. V for, it's V for V or all or nothing. Um, and it's, look, I get trapped into this because I'm so excited about it. I've got the value for value podcast, obviously. And I, I, I just see why it's so powerful. Um, for for myself personally, um, but that's just me. And I suppose part of me is an idealist, but there is room for everything. So one in the, in the chat before was just mentioning, okay, but how is this different from X and being able to, to monetize on there as a, as a content creator, which is a relatively recent innovation. I think they've only done that in the last month or two. And so this is where I'd say, you know what? There's room for everything. Um, one of the people who is very much into value for value and uh, who has boosted in tremendously to this show and to my other shows, Cole McCormick from America Plus, he has dived in headlong into the uh, trying to, to, I suppose, gain a following on X and monetizing using that platform. And uh, I'm, I'm interested, I'm, I'm watching him. And look, it's certainly, I see him more on there when I am on there. So he's obviously doing some things which the algorithm likes for me and and is showing more of his stuff. Once again, I think it's a long-term strategy. It's it's just risky. It's just risky. You know, you, you create a massive following on that platform and then five years later, the pap- platform goes away. You know, you can shift over your audience to a certain extent, but what if you're not as good on Instagram as you are on, on Twitter or X? What if, um, what if you know, you, you just get suddenly canceled and you're you, you relying on this to feed your family and then suddenly it's just gone um, because these platforms, they are owned by individual people. Like if Elon doesn't want you on there, he's allowed to take you off. It's his thing. 
you know, he paid, he paid billions of dollars to get that. So you get the right to do that. So all of this is just to say, you know, please experiment with all of these things, try out other mediums. And there are tons of, tons of other ways where you can, um, through text-based digital content creation, um, receive money or connection with your audience. I still think the best way of doing it is when there is a, a payment attached to it. And at the moment, it makes sense the most for me through something like Bitcoin, because it is digital money. You can do things with it that you can't do with the, with, um, with fiat. And that's, uh, there's just you know there's just risks to all of these platforms the paypals the patreons the buy me a coffee you can get kicked off all of them there's uh, that I'll, I'll i'll leave it there for the moment so um but yeah tip tip wise just there's there's a slight misconception i'm guilty of perpetuating it that it's fee for v all or die all or nothing that's not the only way that you can do it um but there is uh there's other there's other options out there and so yeah you know go see what cole's doing on um america plus and and um we'll, we'll see we'll see how it goes over the over the years let's jump to my app and service highlight and the golden dragon he did his great job of being a mouthpiece so this was somewhat what spurred this episode i was wanting to look at nostra and and stack and use and talk about them more in depth um i have tried out nostra a couple of times it personally hasn't worked for me just the the tech related to it, uh, I struggle to get messages. I was struggling to connect with things easily. I probably tried two or three times and I've just gone like, ugh, I don't want to deal with this. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's too much pain. It's too new. I can't deal with it myself personally. Stack and news. Once again, I mentioned, I, I, I just don't really consume digital content. So I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to use that platform because I don't go on forums. And if I do, I'm a lurker. I'm never posting stuff. So, uh, what, what are the, the cool things he did was, um, just talk, talking to me about what, um, this guy called bearded tech who boosted right at the top and he gave us a, a whole bunch of links then. And essentially he's trying to set up a, a kind of multi thing. One is, uh, a blogging version of the podcast index. So with podcasting 2.0, you needed the index first to allow, uh, you needed to have the decentralized piece first. So to allow apps to connect to all of these podcasts, all of these new namespaces. Once again, um, I think it's one in five podcasts have declared the new namespace. They have a a tag in their feed, which is just like mind blowing. That's so, so cool. Um, And it's, I think the fifth highest namespace out there um, with regards to RSS and things like this. So super, super cool. So obviously gaining adoption and with blogging, it's kind of like maybe the same sort of thing is needed. And so uh, he's, he's trying to set up like a podcast index type thing. And then the other aspect of that would be the version of sovereignfeeds.com, which is where you can kind of create your podcast RSS feed. And it's just a way of you doing it without having to go into the, the markup text or whatever it is yourself and individually write it out. It's got a nice user interface. You put in the title, the chapter, the splits that you want, the links to the value time splits to all of these different things, it'll create your feed for you. And, and then you can copy and paste that um, into, this is the real self-hosted approach, by the way, people, this is the, the, um, the, for the innovators, for the, for the people who really want to dive into these things. And so basically he just wants to create those two type things. So if I have a blog, you know, Kyron at wordpress.com, whatever it is. And I can submit it to the, his blog index. So one, we now know, okay, this is a value for value blog. You can um, support this blog with the value for value um, boosting and, and payments and things like this. And I can manipulate my splits and you can see how this would work um, of having guest writers appearing on your blog. That's a very common thing to do. You know, they now have a way where they can get paid for doing that rather than paid through only exposure. It's like, Hey, no, please come on the blog. And you know, if my listeners really enjoy your stuff, you'll, you'll get some money for that. Um, other contributors, once again, you know, is the photographer who is creating really cool stuff for the blog. Is, is he getting paid directly? Well, you know, who knows? Um, maybe, maybe yes, maybe no. Once again, solves all those problems with regards to 
uh, you know, having the money of who's get it, who's getting the money in. You've got to trust this person to send it off to the right place. And there's a bit of lack of transparency and things like this. And, you know, maybe people really enjoy the photos more than the blog itself. So I don't know. There's all sorts of ways you can um, look at that. So uh, once again, I would probably say the best place to do that is just to go to his um, blog itself and you'll see on the screen a, a little um, introduction piece because he has not yet set up the blog index dot xyz so that that's just a, a kind of um, just a front page at the moment doesn't have anything else on it so I'm uh yeah who knows uh, what will happen with that I, I really hope he um, is able to do that that'd be really cool and then another one which I have somewhat used before is is mash uh, I actually talked with one of the guys who I suppose he was a sales guy for it. It's a it's a fr free service in that you can um, easily copy some code into your own website, and you will then have the ability for people to to use micropayments to boost in. And there's they've got all sorts of functionalities where you can have like a vote type thing. You can um, and people can choose to to vote and and pay that way, or they can just send in a boost. They can send in all of these sorts of things. I honestly just have not got around to experimenting with it on my website and I believe they just ask for a split. So once again, a, a service, they created a cool integration, a service, an app, a thing that uh, that works. And yeah, that's um that's just a, a way of, of doing that. So yeah, that's that's kind of cool. And um yeah, hopefully that will take off and and um that's a just another way where you can experiment with that and and um yes see see how you go with that so those are two little things there if you're if you've got a blog yourself and you're looking to to be able to do these sorts of things please tr try out those and um you might might have some success with that so i've listed a whole bunch of links there there was the stack of news there was nostar there was sphinx there was um mash if you've got a blog for yourself and there's all sorts of other things out there, uh, which I think are attempting to get at value for value. I think a lot of them aren't quite, haven't got quite the right mix, but I think there's a hunger for it. It's not, it's not just in the audio world where people are sick of spam, of crappy messages, of comments, not having value. It's, it solves a lot of problems by um, kind of integrating these, these sort of things all together. And so finally, value for value, who am I going to give 15% to this week? Well, I, I really like what Bearded Tech's doing. I think that's a, a cool way of him um, of him trying to, to integrate, to, to do something new, to innovate, to uh, help out bloggers and you know, help out himself, perhaps. Um, it's, it's one of those things where I, I think he wants it. And so it's like, well, stuff it. I'll, I'll build it myself. Kind of like what Booberry does on behind the schemes. It's like, I, I want this thing. I'll, I'll put in like a proposal to the GitHub. I'll... Uh, you know, be one of the first people to integrate it. I'll use the value time splits. I'll I'll self-host. I'll do all of these things. So it's really, really cool. So yeah, 15% is going to go to him for this week. So thank you very much, my friend. And just finally, value for value, time, talent, and treasure. Um, time, I'd just ask that you, you share this. That's probably the most valuable thing for me at the moment. I'd love more people to hear about this. Uh, I think there's a couple of great tools out there. So valueforvalue.info if you are more of a reader type person um, and Gigi has a, a great couple of blog posts on that um, so G-I-G-I and if you type in value for value in Google um, yeah he's got a, a thing called dogg.com uh, slash value that's that's got a, a pretty good um, little explanation there and he's got some links on um, uh, more, more things on, on how you can do that and so, yep, sharing this with someone, um, talent, if you have an insight into blogging or the author world or know someone who speaks con coherently about these things, about the problems, um, yeah, please let me know. I'm, I'm always looking for resources of, uh, things that I can listen to that, that people talk about these problems. There's, there's so much gems out there in the internet, which I just haven't come across yet because, uh, you know, I haven't typed in the search thing or I haven't been told about it by someone else who has found this sort of thing. So would really appreciate that if you if you have any of these sort of handy resources of people who you think really know and can talk about these things uh, more in depth I would, I would love to to gain access to those and then finally the treasure i somewhat talked about this the best one please 
you know, try out a new podcast app. I do everything I can to make it a better experience for you. There's chapter images, there's transcripts, there's links to all of the things I'm talking about. Um, you can, you know, send in the micropayments. You can get more um, <clears throat> a, a connection. Like if you go onto Fountain, for example, you can connect with other people, and it's a there's, there's all sorts of things you can do there, which I which I think um, make it worth switching over from something like Spotify or from Apple or from any of the other ones. You can listen in live in a lot of these apps as well, and you'll get a notification about that. There's, there's all sorts of cool things. So try that out. If you don't want to try out a new app, I understand it's um, like like with Nostra, sometimes things don't work. You know, sometimes Fountain crashes, sometimes whatever. Uh, so go into the Podcast Index website, type in value four, the number four, uh, and or just type in my name, Kyron, and the show will pop up and you can boost directly from there using Albi. Uh, or you can do um, directly at me at Kyron at getalbi.com, which is uh, another way... I prefer it if you did it via the other mechanisms because then um, the splits go to the correct place. But if you just want the easy, easy option, um, Kyron at getalbi.com is a is the way that you can do that. So yeah, um, there's a, a couple of different options. Hopefully, in the website, the mermodelspodcast.com will will have some more of these integration type things. But um, yeah, at the moment I'm uh, I'm just doing what I can. So <laughs> we'll make do with what we have there. So this has been a, another fun episode. I really have enjoyed and appreciated Juan and Booberry coming into the chat. Um, once again, if you uh, are free on a Wednesday, 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, which is the equivalent of UTC zero midnight on that Tuesday, Wednesday border. Now, please come come join me. I would love to to have some interactions with you in the chat. It's very, very fun. And um, yep, value for value. It's gonna It's going to take off. It won't take over the world but it'll take over part portions of the world, I think. <laughs> so we'll leave it there. Thank you everyone for joining in. And uh, until the next episode, ciao for now. Kyron, out.